Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Kaboom! If you thought four hours a day, 1,200 minutes a week was enough, think again. He's the last remnants of the old republic. A sole bastion of fairness. He treats crackheads in the ghetto gutter the same as the rich pill poppers in the penthouse. Wow. The clearinghouse of hot takes break free for something special. The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller starts right now. Welcome, players. You're welcome. Are you up for more Maller mayhem? It's time now. Benny versus the Penny. Again, as we try to buck the odds here, and we give you Benny versus the Penny. We play the speculation game as we challenge the point spreads in the National Football League. We're heading into week two, the full weekend. We already had that game Thursday night. You know the outcome there between Carolina and Tampa Bay in a lightning played game. Bad weather there at the beginning of the game anyway there between Carolina and Tampa Bay. But uh, let's get into this now. Before we go to the rest of the week two card, we already did that game on the radio show, so we got to look ahead to the games on Sunday and Monday night. How did we do last week? Gascon, get right on that mic. I want you to talk slowly. I want you to enunciate every word. I want you to talk proudly because someone had an amazing day against the Penny and against the Vegas bookmakers. One three dash three. No, you didn't say that right. You, you try that again. Go ahead. One dash three. Oh, you think you're funny here? Yeah? You're very cute. You went thirteen you, and three. You went thirteen yeah, and thirteen three. And three. Yeah. That is an eight thirteen winning percentage. That's better than Belichick. It's better than Greg Popovich. Thank you very much. Let me take a victory lap here. I'll take a bow. Uh, yeah, absolutely. 100%. All right. Now now we can move on, guess. Now, I want to point out, now some guys are emailing me. I, one guy said uh, he's going to bet every one of these games against the spread because I had such a good week. Oh. That is a, that's not a, I do not recommend that. I appreciate your confidence in me, but I know from past experience, not that I'm paranoid, but I, I have had weeks like this from time to time, and then uh, like a trap door opens up, and uh, I go down into a pit of flame. So I'm warning you that the law of average 
Bridges would say, I'm going to go back and not be that good this week. But I am optimistic that I have finally figured out how to handicap NFL games, and this will be how it goes all year, and I will set a new record for picking games against the spread. So that's my that's my hope. What's the closest you've ever gotten to running the table? Uh, I think I lost two games one weekend, so I went 14-2. and two. Uh, this was close though. This thirteen and three is close to the the, the, the good the, the greatest weekend I've ever had. Um, but I mean, it's, you're not going to go sixteen for sixteen. I just think that's un unrealistic. And then most of the year, the start the bye weeks start. I think what week four or week five the yeah. buys start in the NFL, so there won't be sixteen games every weekend. But uh, anyway, all right, let's get to it. First game up here, Indianapolis at Tennessee. A couple of zero and one teams. It, it uh, actually, well, Tennessee's one and zero. They beat Cleveland, so excuse me. One, Tennessee and uh, Indianapolis. The games on CBS. Spiro Didis and Adam Archuleta are going to be broadcasting this game. The Titans opened up a five and a half point favorite. They are favored by three, so it's essentially an even matchup. You get three points as the home team. Uh, Titans played great, pulled away late from Cleveland. Uh, I am going to take Tennessee. That's my pick. I'll tell you why. All right, the Titans. Obviously could not have asked for a better opening act. They went turbo time in the fourth quarter. Close game. The defense is, is wonderful. They've got a nasty ball-hawking defense in Tennessee. How about Cameron Wake, uh, who played like King Kong uh, in, for the Titans, the old Miami Dolphin, had two and a half sacks. I uh, had one that that resulted in a safety against that woe-be-gone Cleveland Browns team. And the way I look at the Titans, I'm not on the Marcus Mariota bandwagon, but you can cover for the shortcomings of Marcus Mariota with the power running game. They've got the power running game there. Uh, and the defense. I mean, that's that's a good formula there. Uh, now, the, the concern is that everyone's been kissing the Titans' ass and how good they looked and all that. Uh, does that... And does that mean they come back to earth here this week and it regress to the mean? Secondly, Indianapolis. Now, I, I will give Jacoby Brissett credit. I did not expect him to play well. He did play very well against the Chargers last week. Uh, I, I I don't believe he'll do it again. Uh, I, I doubt that. Uh, Marlon Mack, a good running back for the Colts, but you're talking about a, an elite Tennessee Titans defense. Mack had 174 yards last week. Uh, in the game against the, the, the Chargers. But this is going to be a close game. It's a divisional game. It's only three points here. And I would I would suspect that the Tennessee Titans will, will be able to score against the Colts defense. The Chargers were able to, to move the ball at a pretty good clip there. So I believe Tennessee will pull away, and it'll be the Titans 33 and the Colts 24 will be your final. Penny likes the Titans as well. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. 
With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. All right, next up, it's Benny versus the Penny, the L.A. Chargers of Carson, California, who beat the Colts last week, take on the Lions, who are 0-0-1. Boy, I hate that tie thing. It's on CBS. Kevin Harlan, Rich Gannon have the call here of this game. The Chargers opened a two-and-a-half-point favorite. The line has stayed flat. The pick is in, and the pick, I'm going to take the Chargers. I'm going to take a road favorite, try to avoid that, but I'm going to take the Chargers in the spot. Chargers had to work overtime. We just talked about that Colts game uh, last week. Now Detroit is a downgrade in terms of opponent. Now, the, the only thing that scares me about taking the Chargers here is the dreaded body clock. Uh, historically, West Coast teams playing that early 10 a.m. kickoff in the Eastern time zone, it messes up your biorhythms and all that, this game being played in Detroit, but the Chargers are the better team. They've been a really good road team this era of Charger football under Anthony Lynn. They've traveled well. Pretty much every game they play is on the road because they have no fan base uh, at the stadium in cars. A very small fan base, so uh, so for them, they're, they're used to it, and they're, they're pretty strong fundamentally. Pretty strong fundamentally, so I like them in that regard. And then secondly, it's more a bet against the Lions than anything. The Lions got off to a pretty good start in the game against Arizona that they ended up tying. They played very raggedy football in the fourth quarter. Obviously, they were careless. They were seemingly incapable of just closing the door. There was a phantom timeout that was called that would have sealed the game for the Lions, but the coach called the timeout. They would have got a first down to seal the game. Uh, but but I, as I suspected, Matthew Stafford on the road – uh, not good. I, I like him better at home. I think he'll be better here in this game. But the Chargers are just more talented, and you like to go with the more talented team. It's not even a field goal point spread. And uh, so I'm going to take the a team that should still be in San Diego, the L.A. Chargers. Chargers 28, Lions 20, your final. Bounce back week for Detroit. Penny is going with the Lions. Uh, no. Lions will be 0-2 on their way to a solid 5-11 and Te- season. Technically, they'll be 0-1-1 if you think that. Well, that's, that's a bad job point. by you. Well, I consider a tie a loss. <laughs> I know some people don't, but I consider a tie a loss. That's how I live my life. You like ties. You like participation trophies, uh, Gascon. I know you're into all that stuff, but I am not. Uh, I am not part of that. All right, time for our first quiz on Benny versus the Penny, and here it is. Uh, Bill's running back, Devin Singletary, averaged 17.5 yards per rush attempt in his NFL debut last week, the second highest average by any player in his first career game since the merger with a minimum of at least four carries behind blank. Again, so Devin Singletary, running back for Buffalo, averaged 17.5 yards per rush attempt in his NFL debut Second highest average by any player in his first career game since the merger. Again, the criteria minimum four starts, yeah, uh, four carries. Uh, behind blank, the answer coming up shortly. Now you can't send the answer in on Twitter because you know, it's a podcast, but you can you can know whether you got it right or not. So have the answer in your head. I'll give you the answer in a second. Uh, next up, speaking of the Bills, Buffalo and the Giants. 
It's on CBS. The Bills 1-0. The New York Giants 0-1. Greg Gumbel and Trent Green have the call on this on television. The The Bills opened a two-and-a-half point favorite. The line I have in front of me here, the current line as we're doing this in real time, is one-and-a-half. So Buffalo road favorite by one-and-a-half. Uh, I'm I'm going to go out here and go somewhere I don't normally go. I'm going to take the Buffalo Bills as a small road favorite. I didn't think I would ever take the Buffalo Bills as a small road favorite, but uh, I like the moxie the Bills play with defensively. And it's like they've almost relocated to New Jersey here. Uh, they're the only team in New York and in, in Buffalo. All the the other teams in, in New York who claim to be from New York playing uh, over in New Jersey, but just across the river there. But the the Bills played the Jets last weekend. They are back at MetLife Stadium this week against the Giants. Uh, equally bad team. Giants actually worse than the Jets. Uh, Josh Allen continues to be a disorganized mess for large chunks of the game. He looks bewildered, discombobulated. Uh, and then there's some kind of spell that goes over him. And he's been doing this sporadically where he he then turns into like the Jim Kelly circa of the early 90s Buffalo Bills, that vintage of the Bills. It's very bizarre. I mean, Josh Allen, just to prove my point, my evidence here, Josh Allen had a 44-passer rating, no touchdowns and two interceptions over the first three quarters last week against the Jets. He was Kyler Murray bad. All right, that's how bad. That's bad. That is bad. And then Josh Allen, the Bills quarterback, went turbo time. Had 142.5 passer rating. He was 8 of 10, 102 yards in the fourth quarter of the game uh, for the for for Buffalo. It's insane. How do you can be that bad for uh, the bulk? Of, and Allen does this all the time. Like Murray played well late in the game, but for three quarters he was horrible, and the Cardinals should have lost that, that game. It's a shame they tied, which I consider a loss. So anyway, uh, how about this fun fact? Josh Allen has thrown for 200-plus yards in each of his last six games. How bad have the Buffalo quarterbacks been? The last Bills quarterback to throw for 200-plus yards in seven straight games was Jim Kelly, I just mentioned Jim. Jim Kelly was the last one. You know how old Jim Kelly is right now? He's he's 59, all right? He hadn't played in a long time. Uh, in fact, Jim Kelly last played an NFL game back in 1996 and still had that record. It's not 300 yards, it's 200 yards. That is football incompetence. Is what that is. Now, the second part of this is we handicapped this game. The Giants, uh, they, they committed their own football malpractice in Dallas. They played careless, sloppy uh, football, especially on defense. They turned Dakota Prescott into Drew Brees. You figure things should get easier because Josh Allen's uh, sporadic with his play here. But when you are undisciplined and generally untalented, that typically turns every quarterback into a legend. So this is this is an even matchup in terms of offense. Like I don't think I, I don't think the Giants' offense is any worse than the Bills' offense. But the key advantage here, the trump card, is the Buffalo Bills' defense. As we always say, defense travels well. Love the Bills defensively. Uh, so I am going to put my money, even as a small road favorite, I'm going to take the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo nineteen, the Giants sixteen. Danger, danger. Penny is going with the home team again, the New York Giants. All right. Uh, going with the home team. That's, uh, when you bet on bad teams, bad things happen. That's uh, generally <laughs> how that works. Uh, so good luck. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Got to pay off the quiz. I mentioned Bills running back Devin Singletary averaged 17 and a half yards per rush in his NFL debut. That's the most of any player in his first career game since the merger. Minimum four starts behind blank. It's actually the second highest behind blank. Do you have an answer? Gascon. I'm going to go with the nobleman here. I'm going to go with a former giant. Is it Dave Maggot? Dave Maggot. Uh, Uh... uh, I see what you did there. Dave Maggot, kind of a scat back. Uh, no. Uh, the answer is a former Chicago Bear who had a rather undistinguished NFL career, but he does have this bizarre, obscure record. Khalil Bell. Do you remember <laughs> Khalil Bell? I do, yes. He wasn't very good in the NFL, was he? No. I don't. He, he went to UCLA, if I remember correctly. That's correct, yeah. <laughs> a, a gutty little Bruin. Yeah, I think he's in wrestling now. Some I, I I read somewhere that he's uh, I don't know how this popped up, but he's like doing stuff with the WWE or something like that. I think yeah. I don't know. Maybe maybe I made that up. I don't know. We got it on Fox now, so we can watch that eventually. Yeah. All right, moving on. It's Benny versus the Penny, Week Two of the NFL. Got a lot of games to get to. Arizona, o o and one at Baltimore, one and zero. It's on Fox. Someone named Brandon Godden along with Chris Carter and Pete Schrager. He's the field reporter who will be calling this game. You aware of Brandon Gaudin? Yeah. G-A-U-D-I-N? Yeah, he's actually the, uh, I'm a little envious, he's actually the voice of Madden football. Oh, is that right? Yeah, yeah. yeah along with uh, Charles Davis, yeah. You know, I used to work with someone that was a voiceover artist on Madden football, the great Tony Bruno. No kidding. Yeah, at one period in the early 2000s, I believe it was, Tony Bruno was, uh, they had a sports talk radio feature in Madden, and Bruno was like on oh, the game. Man. How cool is that? That is pretty yeah. awesome. You're connected to some really good people that are high up the, the food chain. Like, I'm surprised you're not. Wow. Well, you know, I, I mean, this, this is not about you, guys. It's the fifth hour. It's about me, okay? All right, let's go. 
All right. Ravens opened a 13.5-point favorite there, down to 13. Uh, I am going to take the Cardinals. I hope I am wrong. I would like to lose this game. I would like the Ravens to win 41 to nothing. I think that would be great. But I, as a gambler, the gambler in me uh, who's done this for a few years knows that the only way to bet this game is the Cardinals. Kyler Murray had the most incomplete passes by a rookie in his first NFL start since the AFL-NFL merger, and now he goes against the team. You compare the Ravens' defense to the Lions' defense, Marone. I mean, my God. The Baltimore defense is is an elite defense. They're a great defense and all that. And the Lions, yeah. I like the, some of the players they have on defense, but that's not a, a, an all-time great defensive football team. So you, you're going to have to to play much better against a ferocious defense in the, on on the road. At, at first glance, this is a recipe for disaster, and that certainly explains the point spread. Plus, you all, we'll get to it in a minute here. You also have what happened last week. This has all the ingredients to a blowout in favor of Baltimore, but I despise betting big favorites. It goes against my gambling pedigree. Uh, I got burned too many times betting the chalk, choking on the chalk, uh, as they say in the gambling world. Uh, so I, I got to take Arizona. And secondly, you know, Baltimore took advantage of a wounded sea animal. They sliced up the Dolphins last week, as we said, in the sushi. In uh, Miami, they played gutless football. So I don't put too much stock into Baltimore being so much better than everyone else that they're going to score 59 points and Lamar Jackson's going to be better than Tom Brady and all that. Uh, that's what the bookie wants, though, right? What the, what the bookie wants, they the odds makers use the public perception to their advantage. Like, they, they know that Baltimore is not, you know, they should not be 13-point favorites over Arizona. They're not 13-point separating these teams, but... They know they know the public will no matter what the line is because Baltimore played so well and they're the in team they're going to people are going to bet on Baltimore. Lamar Jackson had a game to join the book of legends. I would think that that does not happen back to back weeks. Even though Arizona is not uh, a great defensive team either, they have their own shortcomings here. But at least they're going to be trying something the Miami Dolphins did not do. They had no ambition. They were uh, they were they completely checked out there, going through the motions and and all those kind of terms that you want to use. It was a half-assed effort uh, and and just no enthusiasm. Well, I believe Arizona will start out with some enthusiasm, but in the end, in the end, I will take. The Ravens to win, but the Cardinals to win the money. Ravens 30, Cardinals 20. And I expect Kyler Murray to have several more batted passes and a bunch of incompletions. Penny will follow you all the way to Kyler Murray and the Arizona Cardinals. All right, we agree on that. Next up, New England at Miami. Another big point spread game. Patriots 1-0, Dolphins 0-1. Many think the Patriots the most impressive team in week one, uh, even more than the, the Ravens, because the Ravens didn't play a real opponent. The Patriots just schooled the Steelers. Games on CBS, Ian Eagle and Dan Fouts uh, have the the call on this. The The line, the Patriots opened a 14.5-point favorite. That's a massive line. And now the Patriots are an 18.5-point favorite. At some places, is as much as 19.5. The line I have, uh, the place I look, is at 18.5 in favor of of the Patriots. So, uh, here's here's what I'm going to do. I, I think you know where I'm going with this. I'm not proud to do it. I'm, a, I'm ashamed to do it. But I got to do it. I'm taking the Miami Dolphins. All right? I'm taking the Dolphins. Now, I wouldn't bet this game. The only way I would bet the game is the Dolphins. We have to pick every game. It's kind of the bit. You know, it's kind of the stickle here. We pick every game. So, I, I will take the Dolphins 
Gun to my head. Uh, first of all, Bill Belichick does not seem like the type who's going to run up the score on one of his former generals. That's really what you have to hope for, right? You have to hope for it because you got to work to win a game by 20-plus points, which is what's essentially going to happen have to happen here. On the service, it appears that Tom Brady and Antonio Brown, if he even plays, I don't know, at the time we're doing this, he's still eligible to play. He's not on any list. Maybe he will end up on a list by Sunday. But, uh, you know, you pretty much pick the final score. It's child's play for the Patriots. If if they sleepwalk, though, into Miami and don't take the opponent seriously, then we'll definitely get a, a cover from the Dolphins. Uh, it's unthinkable to see Ryan Fitzpatrick and friends actually winning the game. I don't think in any way they win the game. So if a money line bet, you're just you know, taking, you know, invest a lot, but you're guaranteed to win outside of Tom Brady breaking his ankle in the quarter. Uh, but they can keep it close if they try. Right. If if that's the uh, the goal, if that's the aspiration. If they desire that and they put some work in, uh, this, you're going to to be competitive. You're not going to lose by twenty back to back weeks. Also, I saw this interesting stat. Now, Brian Flores, the coach in Miami, he will be the ninth former assistant coach under Bill Belichick to then face Belichick as an NFL head coach. You know what the other eight opponents have what their record is against Belichick. What do you think it is, Gascon? A winning percentage? Uh, eight total games. So, yeah, you can do winning percentage or whatever you want, but I, just total wins versus losses out of eight. Oof, I'm going to go one and seven. No. Surprisingly, I was surprised. I was blown away by this. The other eight coaches that used to work for Belichick have an, a four and four record in their oh. first meeting. <laughs> And in all the meetings combined, there's been 21 matchups where former Belichick coaches, the disciples of Belichick, have gone against him. And 10 and 11, they're like close to 500. Wow. I, I was uh, was very surprised by that. Uh, but he, here's another ridiculous stat about uh, Tom Brady and the Patriots in Miami. They've lost some games there since 2013. Tom Brady has as many regular season losses in Miami has as he does in Foxborough. Is that not insane? Yeah, that's wild. They play one game a year there. All right. Anyway, as the other thing on this game, if the Dolphins attempt to compete, as I said, uh, this will be easy. You'll feel very good about that. But from a handicapping standpoint, no travel. You combine that with, you would think, some added motivation if you have any personal pride. And you, you, you make a team that big an underdog, that's a slap in the face. That's a kick in the nuts. Uh, as a as a home dog like that, coming off a home loss, that's an extremely it should be an extremely dangerous spot. All things being equal, uh, in this case, it was a beat down a biblical proportion. We talked about the Ravens kicking the snot out of them. It's hard to lose that way back to back, as we've said. And also the the other thing, I was trying to look for something to 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 go with the Dolphins here. Ryan Fitzpatrick has actually held his own statistically against Belichick coach teams and just based on the box score, right? Four straight games against New England, 250-plus passing yards and two-plus touchdown passes and a passer rating over 95. Those are pretty good numbers there. And I'm thinking if you get two touchdown passes out of Ryan Fitzpatrick in this game, at least that will be enough to cover an almost 20-point line. So I'm going to close my eyes, cover my ears, shut my mouth, uh, and I'm going to pick. Oh, boy. The Dolphins to cover. Patriots 38, Dolphins 21. Ben, the penny last week went with you and took Miami. This week, not so much. They're going Patriots.
Yeah, that was one of the games I got wrong last week. I had oh. faith in the Dolphins. I'm I'm a glutton for oh. punishment. I'm back at it again with the, the Miami Dolphins. All right. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Uh, next up, time for another quiz, Gascon. Are you ready for another quiz on the fifth hour? Yeah, of course. All right. So Cardinals wideout Larry Fitzgerald is coming off his 54th game with at least eight receptions. That's three more than any other player in NFL history. Who is behind Larry Fitzgerald? Again, Larry Fitzgerald now 54 games with at least eight receptions, three more than any other player in NFL history. Who is behind Larry Fitzgerald. Uh, we'll give you the answer in a sec. Think about that, and uh, we'll, we'll give it to you, see if you're right. Uh, Dallas, 1-0 at Washington, 0-1. It's on Fox with Kevin Burkhart and Charles Davis in the Fox box that rocks. The Cowboys open a seven-point favorite. They're currently favored by four and a half. The pick here, I'm going to take the Redskins in this game. Uh, I'm going with Washington. Uh, a couple of reasons why. I'll walk you through my, my thought process here. The, the Cowboys took the Giants lunch money last week we talked about the game uh, earlier here and they are riding high and I I would believe if you play for the Cowboys right now you are close to overdosing on hyperbole if you watch the Skip Bayless type talk shows on television they are just lick lick scrub scrub uh, the uh, the Cowboys here Dak Prescott had a breakout game the Cowboys played about as well as you can play in pretty much every area of the game and now Dallas is being, it's an overreaction here. The pendulum has swung too far. That Dallas is being propped up as the real deal. This is going to be the Dak Prescott we get every week. Uh, I disagree. This game should be a slobber knocker. It should be a close game. You like taking the underdog in a close game. The Redskins are, are a bad opponent. They're not as bad as the Giants. Uh, they, they, I like the way they play. They play with some guts and guile there. They certainly played like that in Philadelphia. The Redskins blew a 17-point lead. Imagine how people's heads would have exploded if they'd actually held on and won that game. Uh, but for more than, than half the game, they, in a hostile environment in Philly, uh, and a, a good Eagles team, an Eagles team that's more talented than the Cowboys, the Redskins were right there. And Case Keenum, 
you know, he, he is not a great quarterback. He's a second-tier quarterback. He's middle of the road, as they say. But he was the top losing quarterback in week one. Statistically, Case Keenum, who lost, he had 380 yards passing, three touchdowns, no interceptions, and was only sacked one time. It's really good. It's like really, really good. And they still lost the game. Close loss, late loss. Although they did, they did, it wasn't that close. They got a backdoor cover, which I thank the Redskins for. Uh, that's another reason I like the Redskins. They're open to the backdoor cover. Uh, I saw Adrian Peterson's going to slide in as the starter there, as the uh, the Geist man already out uh, one week into his NFL season. He's uh, injury prone, uh, so it's going to be Adrian Peterson. Cowboys will have a tougher time on the road. I like home dogs, divisional games. You're getting some value here. It's not. Uh, I'd, I'd like it more if it was seven, but I like the four and a half. Washington still early in the year. They got some fight in them. Cowboys come back to earth. Close game, fourth quarter game. Cowboys 30, Redskins 26. Penny likes the backdoor action on the skins, taking Washington. Yeah, much like you, like that backdoor action. All right, uh, the uh, the quiz here, Gascon, the Cardinals, Larry Fitzgerald, coming off his 54th career game with at least eight receptions. Three more than any other player in NFL history. Who is second? Do you have an answer? I do, and I think I know All this right. one, actually. All right. Is All it right. uh, former Brown, Dante Stallworth? <laughs> the great Dante Stallworth. Wow. Uh, no, I know he's your favorite driver because he actually drives better than you, which is amazing to me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, the answer is Marvin Harrison. Marvin Harrison, who also has a shady past. Car washes? Uh, yeah, you know, yeah. baseball bats, guns, you know, the whole deal. Why not? You gotta live. You gotta live the life, man. Don't judge. Don't judge Marvin Harrison. I'm sure he's a fine, fine guy. Uh, oh man, well, I did a whole monologue. I remember years ago. One of the things Marvin Harrison said: the Colts. I think it was the first time they were in the Super Bowl with Peyton Manning that they lost. And Marvin Harrison was like, "I wish we could play this game in an empty stadium with no fans there." <laughs> He said that. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. And I, I was like, I was thinking like, well, is that A, because you really are, you know, an introvert? I'm an introvert. Are you really like that? Or is it B, that you just like guys that are that could do some crazy stuff that you don't want in the crowd? You know, like bad guys, you know what I mean, Gascon? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. It's amazing how guys like you are introverts, yet you talk for a living. That's It's fascinating. Well, as I tell my wife all the time, uh, for a few hours a day, I am an extrovert. But for the rest of the time, when I'm not on the clock, I, I keep to myself. It's almost like it's staged, right? Uh, not staged. I, the way I would say it is you, you can't be like this all the time because no one would want to be around you. you. You'd be unbearable. And who wants to be around someone that is unbearable, right? I mean, it's just it's uh, detestable, intolerable. Uh, so... Yeah, I'm not. I'm not annoying. I keep to myself, and then I talk when I'm supposed to talk, and I shut up. Unlike you, and uh, I'm supposed to shut up. So. All right, moving on. Benny versus the Penny. Jacksonville at Houston. It is on CBS. Jacksonville 0 and 1. Houston also 0 and 1. They lost the Monday Night Thriller. Andrew Catalan. What's his name? Catalan. Catalan. Right. Andrew Catalan and James Lofton. I have the the call there. The Texans opened a three and a half point favorite, but this line shot all the way up to nine, nine in a divisional game. Uh, it's gonna be ninety one degrees, mostly sunny, but it's a dome. I assume the dome will be closed. Maybe not. Uh, if it's open, ninety one degree weather there. The pick is in. Taking Jacksonville, taking Jacksonville, uh, and I'll tell you why. Uh, number one, Houston. I think there's gonna be some hangover from what happened in New Orleans. A Monday night, short week. They blew a huge opportunity to be the talk of the town 
in the NFL. They gave that game away. And so much so, we know they gave that game away because the guy that got burned for the game-winning field goal and a touchdown in the second half, uh, Colvin, was released by Bill O'Brien in a very emotional uh, emotional situation. Bill O'Brien was like bewildered. He's like, I, I got to get rid of this guy. It's embarrassing. So he just released the guy. They paid him like $7 million to go away. So that tells you the mindset of the coaching staff. That tells you the mindset of the locker room that O'Brien's sending the message. I don't care who the F you are. If you don't do your job, I'm going to f- fire your ass. It's essentially what he said. And how about this? J.J. Watt, much like David Gascon, they have something in common. They're both guilty of being tardy and absenteeism. Uh, Gascon, this podcast being recorded much later than it was supposed to be because Gascon uh, doesn't know how to book a flight. Uh, but now, now they are... Now they're banged up as well. So typically a poor Jaguar team is just what the doctor ordered. But this line, to me, is inflated. It's inflated. I don't think it's right. And and secondly, you know, Jacksonville, I know they're not anywhere in, in the same class as Kansas City. Uh, I get that. But th- th- that that's a, th- the Texans are, are, are as, aren't as good an opponent either. Like Garden Minshew, uh, this is a great unknown here. Now, I'm, I'm gambling that Minshew is going to be okay. I don't think he'll be great, but I think he'll be okay. He gets his first NFL start, so it's a lot different when you come off the bench and you're just playing in, in garbage time as opposed to being the guy and practicing all week. He is the main reason that Jacksonville is such a big dog. The gambling market does not think this guy's that good. He don't think he can hold his own against the Texans' defense. Minshew is a disciple of Mike Leach. He actually only played one year for Mike Leach, I believe, but he, he bounced around. I like the guy because he's a Juco guy and all that, uh, and he played at Washington State, but he played some other schools. And the the one thing I love about him, and we'll see if it plays out, it certainly played out last week, the most important skill for any quarterback is what? Accuracy. accuracy. That's right, accuracy, exactly. Uh, so that, that's his claim to fame. He, he is accurate. He's more accurate than anybody. So if you get the ball, even – Bad receivers on Jacksonville. You get them the ball, give them an opportunity to make plays. I think that's a good situation to cultivate, at least covering the point spread. So I like his chances this week. Uh, you know, Jacksonville coming out showing that fighting spirit. They got blown off the field by Kansas City last week. But Nick Foles, there's a shot here. Huh? You talk about being an overreactionary talk show guy or podcaster. Uh, Nick Foles, remember you heard it here first, could get Kurt Warnered. By Gardner Minshew. How about that? Hot take? Come on. Is that not a hot take? It's a little warm. It's a little warm. Oh, that's a the guy's got the mustache. He looks like a Civil War fighter or something from like the 1970s. Now, my optimism does have its limits. I look for a bounce back performance for the Jags defense. They will keep this game close. Divisional games generally are close. And as I often say, anytime you get over a touchdown in a divisional game, uh, you know the drill, right? You take those points. Texans will win, but they will not cover the nine. Houston 27, Jacksonville 20. Penny is riding in the home opener for the Houston Texans. Keep an eye on Deshaun Watson. He will be in the injury tent by <laughs> halftime. That's usually where he ends up. All right. Uh, next up, Seattle at Pittsburgh. This is a big game this weekend. A couple of teams thought that think they are good, although I don't know how Pittsburgh feels after their loss in the opener. Seattle did win, didn't get any style points against the Cincinnati Bengals. It is on Fox. Kenny Albert and Rondé Barber have the call. 
The Steelers opened a three-point home favorite at Heinz Field. The line is at four right now in favor of the black and gold of the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm going to go the other way. The pick is in. I'm going to take the Seattle Seahawks uh, in this game. A couple reasons why. All right, This game has a cover-your-eyes-and-say-eeny-meeny-miny-mo type of feel to it as far as picking the winner. Uh, I don't think there's a lot separating these teams. I expect Pittsburgh to play better. I can make compelling arguments both ways. You like Pittsburgh in the bounce back. Uh, not normally under Mike Tomlin. They don't have two games in a row like that. It's very hard if you're trying to have two games uh, uh, in a row like that. Going to Foxborough has been uh, one of the the nine circles of hell. Uh, it's a bottomless pit of everlasting fire for the for the Steelers there and, and brimstone and all that. They just don't do well in Foxborough. The Steelers, here, here's the big issue for them. I don't know how you overcome this. They are lacking playmakers. Ben Roethlisberger looked old. You look bad when you lose. Juju Smith-Schuster was lacking separation uh, for most of that game until the game was lopsided. Uh, and and I think it is uh, Dante Moncrief, I believe, is the number two receiver for the Steelers. I mean, what are we doing here? Uh, so they, they can either feel sorry for themselves and pout, or they can come out and put their big boy sh- you know, boxer shorts on there and counterpunch. I expect them to counterpunch. I don't think it'll be enough, though, because Seattle is also looking for redemption. That's the second thing here. The Seahawks... They did win, but it's one of those things, if you didn't watch the game, you don't know. This was not a thing of beauty. This was a struggle. The struggle is real. Uh, and and you're trying to decode the Seahawks and say, what the hell was that? I mean, what are you doing here? You played like dirty dishes in the sink uh, for most of that game. You're lucky to win because of some things that went your way, but it was a, a disorganized, muddled uh, discombobulated type of Seahawks performance, which is not normally what happens. Seattle's been very good at beating up the weaker opponents. The Bengals are supposed to be a weaker opponent, uh, et cetera, et cetera. But uh, anyway, listen, Cincinnati was able to matriculate the ball down the field at will. In fact, just to prove my point, how bad was it? The Bengals had 10 more first downs than the Seahawks last week, had almost 200 more yards of offense. Now, Chris Carson and the running game never got going while Russell Wilson, his stat line was good, but I feel like it was misleading. This game, I didn't watch every second of this game. It was in my rotation. I make my own red zone channel on Sundays, and I did watch a, a good chunk of this because I was like, wow, the Bengals actually have a shot. So I, I kept going back to that game, uh, and uh, in the end, it, it was a seesaw game, but in the end, the Bengals obviously did not get the, the job done. I expect a better, stronger performance by Seattle. Were they looking ahead to Pittsburgh, the old the peekaboo? Uh, and that's why they were befuddled by the Bengals. I expect them to play better here, defensively in particular, and take advantage of that weak link on the Steelers' offense. Seattle 30, the Steelers 24, your final. Penny says that she's going with the Seahawks. Time for another quiz. Uh, here's the quiz. I, a stunning 32.1% of my receptions have gone for touchdowns in my young career by far the most among all active players. Who am I? It's like a mini who am I game. Again, a stunning 32.1% of my receptions have gone for touchdowns in my young career by far the most among active players. Who am I? Answer coming shortly. See how smart you are. See if you see how you're doing. You got to keep track of this. All right, next up, Santa Clara at Cincinnati. It's on Fox. Tom Brenneman doesn't have to go anywhere. He lives in Cincinnati, does Reds games. He's on the Fox box that rocks calling this game. Chris Spielman will be alongside another former Buckeye, right? Back in the day, Chris Spielman. That's right. Uh, so Brenneman and Spielman in the, in the Fox booth. 
the game opened, the Niners were actually a one-and-a-half-point favorite. Now the Bengals, though, are a one-and-a-half-point favorite in this game. Going to be mostly sunny, 83 degrees at kickoff from Paul Brown Stadium. This is the second back-to-back roadie for the 49ers. Uh, I am going to take the Bengals here. I'm going to take Cincinnati as a small home favorite in this game, and I'll tell you why. Santa Clara, that's really where they play. They're not in San Francisco. They're in Santa Clara. And if you know Bay Area traffic, that is a uh, not a hop, skip, and a jump uh, from the heart of the Bay Area. But anyway, uh, it, it, where, the, where a lot of the, uh, the business is done. But uh, Santa Clara, very fortunate to be the beneficiary of football negligence by Jameis Winston, the Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. Uh, Jameis Winston, who literally and figuratively was on his deathbed against the 49ers in terms of turnovers, and the the Niners were the beneficiary of that. Jimmy Garoppolo was not exactly Steve Young on the other side. He wasn't even Jeff Garcia. Uh, Jimmy G had marginal numbers. Santa Clara had just 256 yards of offense against the Buccaneers. That is not a sustainable formula for winning on the road. The Niners are also historically horrific uh, in this spot recently, since 2014, the 49ers are 1-9 on the road against AFC opponents. Now, that's a trend, but it's a trend who's a friend, uh, if you believe in the, the power of the trend. And B, of all the new coaches in the NFL, who would have predicted that Zach Taylor's squad would have been the most impressive uh, even though they lost, right? You don't get credit for a loss and all that, but the Bengals overachieved considering what we expected them to do, many of us, I, although I picked Cincinnati in the points. If, if the Bengals are able to play anywhere close to that level another week, uh, they will win this game by a good margin because the 49ers are not at the same level talent-wise as Seattle. And here's another fun fact that blew me away about uh, the the Bengals. I read this this week. Andy Dalton never had 400 yards passing in any NFL game until last week in the Pit of Vipers in Seattle. He had 418 yards passing. Isn't that crazy? Never had a 400-yard game until last week. All these games. been around. It seems like he's been around forever with the Bengals, although he's been hurt a lot. Uh, that, was, that was surprising to me. So, Anyway, to me, this is a value play. The Bengals, a small home dog coming off a premier performance, desirable pick. Bengals 30, 49ers 24. Ben, the penny also likes the Bengals. That's just piggybacking my work. I'm doing the hard work here, and then the penny's just it's, cherry picking. Well, it's like drafting, right? Like NASCAR, you're just kind of drafting and then yeah. blow right by. Yeah. Yeah, I don't blame it. You know, last week, uh, what was my record again, Gascon? I forgot. I have. Uh, you had three losses. Amnesia. What's that? Yeah, three. three How many wins did I have there? I don't know. You do the math. Well, I, I proved earlier in a different podcast I'm not good at math. All right. Well, <laughs> I mean, you were, we tried. You we were, tried to get the, the the billion dollars, and I was like, "Is totally flummoxed." You were undocumented as thirteen and three. Yeah, uh, think, that is documented. It's on the podcast. I get Go back the Thursday night game. I did that on the radio show. I know, but the nobody, magic radio nobody box. Nobody listens to that. They listen to this. Wow. You are such an egomaniac. <laughs> I mean, there's no one listening, okay? I've seen the numbers. There's no one. We're talking to each other here. You I know, won the bet. I mean, you, I won, you know how many you know, downloads you had for this? The Benny versus the Penny was yeah. actually better than anything else we've done so far. You know what you remind me of? You remind me of that old Penn and Teller show, Bullshit, because you're full of bullshit, okay? <laughs> 
I want to point out, that's a line I would use on the radio show if I was allowed to use the word bullshit. I think that's a great line. I used to love the show Bullshit that it's was on. Uh, it was a wonderful program, and they. I wish they would bring that show back. It's great. I watched some of those old episodes on YouTube. I was a big fan of the bullshit. Do you, I was. Would you use that on anyone on your staff or just the callers? Oh, I would use it on, well, like Koopa Loop thinks every year, every, before every season, Koopa Loop thinks the Angels are going to win the World Series. <laughs> he thinks the Broncos are going to win the Super Bowl. The Lakers are going to, the Lakers in particular, he's been so wrong about the Lakers for so many years. Like, yeah. it's uh, it's great. He was so devastated last year when the Clippers had a better record than the Lakers. <laughs> With the Lakers having LeBron James, it just broke his heart. <laughs> it just broke his heart. And so, yeah. And, and I've, I've made a lot of money. I, I, I won like a hundred bucks on uh, a bet I made with Danny G back when we were friends before he uh, he went uh, down the wrong avenue there. But uh, yeah, you, but I, I you bet that? you bet against your staff. Well, we had a bet on the Lakers and Clippers. I think it was who would have a better record, and he took the Lakers. I took the Clippers, and uh, I won. You 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 make you make like ten times the amount of your staff does, and you're betting against them. Uh, that's a lie. That's not a lie. That is a lie. Like, do you feel good that about that lie. when you go to bed? Like lay your head on your pillow and yeah. Well, I go into my sleep number bed. Is what you meant to say? Yes, I feel great about it. Uh, we got to pay off this quiz, all right? You, you, you're gonna make this a three-hour podcast. Is what you're gonna do? How dare? You? All right. Uh, so a stunning 32.1 percent of my receptions have gone for touchdowns in my young career. By far the most among active players. Who am I? Do you have an answer? I yes. will go with the uh, the cheetah. I'll go with Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill has a fine, a fine guess. It's flawed, though. It's not right. I like when you're wrong. It makes me feel better about myself. The correct answer is a Cincinnati Bengal, John Ross. <laughs> John Ross. Check this out. The, the math on this. He's got 28 career receptions. And uh, of those 28 career receptions, uh, 32.1% have gone for touchdown. I think it's, the number is 9 out of nine, 28. Yeah. So. So no other active player with fewer than 30 catches has more than five touchdowns. Man. His problem is he's always hurt, though. Yeah. That's his problem. He's a mess. He's always uh, always uh, injured there. But he, he's played. He's, he's been a touchdown maker. Wait till Hollywood Brown plays a couple more games for Baltimore. <laughs> well, we'll see. I saw he's hurt. He popped up on the injury uh, list this week. But, uh, yeah. Well, if he can play the Dolphins, Hollywood Brown. <laughs> Man, that guy's going to break Jerry Rice's record. My God. <laughs> I mean, jeez. <laughs> If you really want to increase the deg- degree of difficulty, guess you turn on some high-powered fans <laughs> would cause more problems in the Dolphins' defense. Okay? Uh, anyway. All right, moving on. It's Benny versus the Penny. Next up for us, Minnesota at Green Bay. It's on Fox. You better watch with Chris Myers and Daryl Moose Johnston. Now, the Packers opened a three-point favorite. The Packers currently favored by three. The pick... It's like the Minnesota Vikings here. I'm riding the Vikings. I'm wearing my Purple Rain outfit right now. Number one, uh, Aaron Rodgers, I know he looked pretty bad. He looked like a mortal, uh, mere mortal against the Chicago Bears in the opener. Other than a pretty good second quarter, he was a no-show. Now, is that game an aberration, or is Aaron Rodgers going to regress as as, uh, the aging process goes forward? We don't know yet. Chicago has a very good defense. But guess what? Spoiler alert. As I like to say, Minnesota, I believe, has a better defense. They're going to be better statistically than the team over there from Chicago. So uh, Rodgers has to have some angst here and some heartburn looking at the tape of what the Vikings bring defensively. Now, secondly, uh, Mike Zimmer had the Vikings playing 
old school, blue-collar football. He said he was going to do it. He actually did it in the opener, a systematic takedown of the Falcons. What's not to like about that if you're a Viking fan? They had gotten away from that last season. Uh, they'd gone away from their their core beliefs. Kirk Cousins only attempted 10 passes, which is criminal if you have him in fantasy football. Uh, but that's 1970s-style football. In fact, to prove that, I have some numbers here that, that you know this actually worked out well. Uh, a couple of things, a couple of stats that I, I wrote down here. Uh, since 2000, NFL teams are nine and one when attempting ten or fewer passes in a game. And and the Vikings' last game with ten or fewer pass attempts came when David Gascon just turned 30 years old back in 1977. Uh, that was the last time. So I remember you had a good birthday in 1977. You told me about it. I, I wasn't alive then, but you told me about it. I'm, right? I'm at least two decades younger than you, for the record. Uh, that is a lie. I, I look uh, like that is it. a lie. Uh, again, uh, you're watching the show bullshit is what you're doing here. All right. Uh, so let's see how this formula works against the Packers. I, I like I like it. They, the, the, the Minnesota defense obviously played very well against Atlanta last week. The Packers also, to be fair, twisted Mitch Trubisky into knots. Uh, I like the Vikings with the running game, the smash-mouth football, the ground-and-pound approach. The Vikings will be depending depending on that defense, that lunch pail defense, uh, and they are better than the Packers. And I believe they will win this game comfortably, even though it's a divisional game. They're getting some points here. Vikings 33, Packers 20. Hate the pick, hate the face. Penny's going with the Packers. Yeah, well, I hate you too. Okay, there's a lot of hate, a lot of haterade to go down. You know, you know what doing this show with you is like, Gascon. This is like uh, this is like eating a a porterhouse steak, mashed uh, potatoes, is, some fries, some corn. It is like uh, going on the Titanic. Is what it is. you just know there's the iceberg out there somewhere. You don't know when you're going to hit it, but you know there's an iceberg out there. Thanks somewhere. for good for entertainment, then, right? Yeah, exactly. All right, uh, moving on. Here's a another quiz. I'm into these dopey quizzes. I think this is increasing the enjoyment of the listener. Tell me, if you don't like these, guys, give me some feedback. Uh, email me, Real Fifth Hour with Ben Mallard. It's F-I-F-T-H. I like these things. If you don't like them, I won't put them in here because I, I like these dopey quizzes and uh, I mean, that's just how I roll. So if you don't like them, I'll get rid of them. If you like them, I'll keep them going. Uh, and I even put more in if you want. I don't care. I'm easy that way. <laughs> I mean, we can go on for seven hours with these podcasts. Uh, Christian McCaffrey accounted for 57.1% of Carolina's yards in the opener from scrimmage back in week one. Blank had the second highest percentage of scrimmage yards after Christian McCaffrey of the Panthers. That's the question. The answer coming up here in a couple of minutes. Now, the late television window. Can you believe it? Yes, God, we've actually moved now to the late television window. Thank God. <laughs> I feel like we would never have gotten to the late television window. You didn't tell your audience that you forced me to fly back from a, a nice getaway to come here and record this damn thing. You and your stupid Penny, you forced me to come back way earlier than I wanted to and I need to, and I had to do it for you and obviously the greater good. Uh, well, I believe we have this thing called free will in the United States, and uh, you have the latitude to come back. Uh, and and I, I think the request was made that you could come back at an earlier time. I looked at the website. You said there were you, there were no flights, so I looked at the website. I saw like seven flights that you could have taken. That's that would have been more. You're not flexible. You have no flexibility, and you you have apparently you think you have uh, carte blanche here to do whatever the hell you want. Uh, you're a diva. You're like LeBron James or Antonio Brown. That's what you are. For the record, JetBlue only had two flights going into Long Beach. 
Yeah. Both would have worked out better. You could have driven. For, you were, I guess, in Sacramento. You could have driven down to Oakland. It's not that far away. Uh, or San Francisco, one of the other Bay Area airports. It's like a 45-minute drive. I don't make the and money you make. It cost me like $100 just to drive up here to the studio to come record this damn thing. Just admit you're lazy, all right? You're trying to paint me as some kind of despot or something like that. Like I'm a, like it's tyranny. There's no tyranny, all right? There's no, I'm not a schoolyard bully or anything like that. This is, I, I expect, though, the code of the West. You don't even follow the code of the West, Gascon. I, I got to, te- we'll have to do that next week on, on the other uh, show that we do, the code of the West, because I need to go through that, because I need people to live like me with the code of the West. Are you done? I'm done. Let's go. All right, Kansas City 1-0 at Oakland 1-0. It's on CBS. Jim Nance and Tony Romo. This is a big game for CBS. That's the A team. The Chiefs opened up a 8.5 point favorite. This game's up to 9.5. No Tyreek Hill. He's out. Uh, Sammy Watkins becomes the man uh, for the team from the heartland. And uh, I'm going to take the Raiders in this game, actually. I'm going to take the Raiders short week home game divisional opponent. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, now, listen, he's going to be great. Uh, he has been able to overcome the standard incompetence of the defense in Kansas City and get Ws. In fact, he's been remarkable so far in covering uh, for that weak spot on the Chiefs. Mahomes, just to make my point, now this is straight up. There have been 10 games Mahomes has played quarterback where the Chiefs have allowed 26 points or more. Ten of them already. He's only been starting for a little over a year. And ten of them. His record in those games, 5-5. Five and five. Now, just to prove how good that is, the Seattle Seahawks, going back to 2008, I read this stat this week. Since 2008, the Seahawks have played 57 games where their defense has given up 26 or more points. Their record is 5-52. and 52. All right? Mahomes, 5-5. Five and five. That's amazing. Now, the Chiefs are 10-2 and two against the Raiders in the Andy Reid era in Kansas City, and they've outscored the Raiders by 12 points uh, per game. That tells you what has happened. It doesn't tell you what's going to happen. I know I'm taking a leap of faith here, but the second thing, anytime you get over a touchdown, again, divisional game, you know the drill, the formula that I use here, you would be a fool not to take that. The Raiders played with some some gusto. Uh, I don't know if that's the right word, but I, I I liked. I was impressed. I did not expect that performance, especially from the offensive line. The Broncos have an amazing defense. At least they're supposed to have an amazing defense with Von Miller and all that. And those guys were completely overpowered by the Raider offensive line. Just could not get to Derek Carr. And you got to think that happens again. Derek Carr's going to have time here. If you can stop the Broncos, I know it's a simpleton's way to handicap, but you would think you'd be able to stop uh, Kansas City's weak-ass limp, limp biscuit type of, uh, of pass rush present. So, But anyway, and the other thing here is you know, Gardner Minshew, even though the game was a blowout, he completed 88% of his passes. He set a new record for a first-time playing quarterback in the NFL in their debut. I expect Derek Carr... To hold his own. This is going to be a back and forth, yin to the yang type situation, dueling pianos. Now, in the end, the Chiefs have more offense and the Chiefs will win, but the Raiders will score their points and certainly enough to cover a nine and a half point spread. Kansas City 37, Oakland 31. Penny going with the home team, likes Arrowhead and the Chiefs. Okay, we'll pay off the question. Christian McCaffrey accounted for 57.1% of Carolina's yards from scrimmage back in week number one. 
Blank had the second highest percentage in the NFL. And we again go to Gascon because uh, we're not taking calls on this show. The lines are, <sighs> the lines are full, uh, unless they're not. We have no phone lines here in this studio. 877-99 on podcast. Uh, how about this? Josh Jacobs. Wow. What about? Yeah, he was good. Josh Jacobs was uh, was was very good. Is that your answer? That's my answer. Josh, yeah, uh, you're wrong. Uh, the the correct answer is Dalvin Cook of the Minnesota Vikings. You know why that is? Because the Vikings throw the ball only ten times. Uh, Dalvin Cook had forty four point four percent of the Vikings yards uh, from scrimmage. He had a uh, hundred and twenty yards of the two hundred and seventy the uh, the Vikings had. So second highest. All right, next up, New Orleans at Los Angeles, the Rams. Both teams 1-0. It's on Fox with Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. So Joe Buck's got to make that transcontinental, actually it's just across the United States, flight uh, from Carolina to L.A. for this game. Joe Buck, and uh, tr- unless he flies the other way, then it is transcontinental. Uh, <laughs> Joe Buck and Troy Aikman will we'll call the game. Uh, Rams open a three-point favorite. They're favored by three. The public is all over the Saints. They can't bet the Saints enough. The numbers I have here is insane. I'm betting against the public more than anything. I'm going to take the Rams favored by three at home. These teams are relatively equal. The Rams... Being the home team, that's you know they think the game's even. The Saints have a short week, Monday night thriller at the Superdome. People are overreacting to the Rams' offensive struggles against Carolina. They still won the game. They they will be able to score against the Saints' defense. You saw Deshaun Watson move up and down the field against that New Orleans defense. Jared Goff, uh, he's he's got to play better. There's no question about it, and I believe he will play better this week. Goff has a career 4-7 and seven record when throwing under 200 yards, but when he gets over 200 yards, he's 21-7. and seven. Now, a lot of those came early in his career back in the Jeff Fisher uh, era, and we're trying to have uh, amnesia, and uh, those of us that like the Rams and forget about all that. Uh, but, yeah, I, I like the Rams as a boomerang team. Uh, that's a gambling term. I don't know if you know about that. That's a, a gambling term here, but uh, I expect they will rebound here and make a recovery offensively and at home you got to like them. And, and the other thing about New Orleans, uh, they're not the same team historically in, in this era of, of Saints football away from the Bayou. I, I understand they had a good record last year on the road, but they they also lost to the Cowboys. They played uh, played some shaky games there on the road. And, and, and nearly, not nearly as intimidating as they are in the great indoors, as they are in the great outdoors. So we also don't know if Drew Brees will play a complete game. Now, this is something that you're not supposed to talk about because he's an, a legend and you can't, you know, he's been canonized, and I get it. He's a Hall of Famer and all that stuff, but this is something that needs to be rectified. Last week, he was not only a quarterback in the first half, he sucked. He was a no-show. He was like David Gascon for a podcast. He showed up late, okay? Uh, he did. And, and, and so you, is that going to become the new normal? Are the Saints only going to get you know, a good quarter here and then a bad quarter, or a, a good half and then a bad half? If that's the case, it's going to be uh, a struggle. There's going to be a lot of speed bumps here for New Orleans offensively. So I believe that Breeze will play more like that. He's not going to play great the entire game. He'll have some, some bad periods here. I'm going to take the Rams 27 and the Saints go marching into the loss column 22. Damn right, baby. You got to ram it. Ram it, ram it, ram it, ram it, ram it, ram it, ram it. Penny's going with the Rams. Good job by the Penny. All right, next up, Chicago 0-1 at the uh, Denver Gascons 0-1. Uh, and that is the matchup here. The Bears 
opened a pick'em. The game opened a pick'em. The Bears are now a two and a half point favorite. It is on Fox with Dick Stockton and Mark Slayworth. You know what that means, right? You know what that means, Gascon. Hey, it could be the game of the week. No, it it, it means they had don't a good th- game last week. Eh. It it means they don't think it'll be that good a game. That might be a good game. I love Dick Stockton, but they, they don't send him to the to the great. He's polishing turds, as we say every week. <laughs> Uh, but I'm going to pick the Bears here in this game as a bounce-back team. Uh, and, and here's why. The main thing, I'm betting against the Broncos. Their defense was taken to the cleanest. We talked about that earlier when we handicapped the Raider game. But you talk about humiliation. It is ridiculous. It's preposterous. It's ludicrous that Vic Fangio, who's a defensive pedigree guy, is the head coach there. And they went in to Oakland and that defense with – Vaughn Miller and Bradley Chubb and those guys, they did not have a single quarterback hit or sack. They were shut out. Derek Carr completed 84.6% of his passes. That's that's obscene. That, that is insubordination. That's a dereliction of duties by the Broncos defense. They said, well, they're going to play better. They're at home and all that stuff. Uh, I understand that counter argument, but I got to see it. I got to see it. The Bears are a better opponent here, and even a much maligned quarterback in Mitchell Trubisky can light you up if you're not hitting the quarterback and not sacking the quarterback. Now, the second thing here, uh, this is a good spot, as we talked about, for the bounce back, bounce back now for the Bears. The quarterback matchup here is relatively even. Uh, Trubisky sucks. Joe Flacco sucks. The ace card here is the Chicago defense. Defense travels well, blah, 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 blah. Uh, so if if you're analyzing this, I, I, I think that the, the Bears will – I know they're going to bring the defense. I think they'll get enough offense uh, to get this, this this victory. I expect it to be close. I don't think the, the, they're going to blow out the Denver Broncos here, uh, but they will be able to keep the Broncos' offense in knots. Expect a low-scoring, slobber-knocker type of a football game. Chicago Bears, 19, Broncos, 10. You're fine. When in doubt, go with the home team. Penny's taking the Broncos. Yeah, shocking that the guy flipping the penny who loves know the Denver Broncos. Don't know what you're talking about. Coop is not in the building. Uh, that's, uh, well, from what I've heard, you are a uh, Bronco. Giddy up. All right, moving on. Sunday night football. Philadelphia 1-0 at Atlanta 0-1. I'm looking forward to watching this game. It's on NBC. Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth. I have a feeling we'll have a Maller monologue about this game on our Sunday into Monday radio show. But the Eagles, uh, the game opened to pick them. Eagles favored by one and a half on the road. Not good to bet on road favorites, but I'm doing it anyway here. Uh, take the better team. I'll take Philadelphia to get off that 2-0 start. And Atlanta will be 0-2. Uh, the first thought I have on this game, the Eagles, we, we mentioned it earlier, they were on the highway to hell against Washington last week. And then they flipped the switch. They saved their, their bacon. They're behind the whole thing. Big plays by Deshaun Watson. A couple of other guys, and that saved the the Eagles from the the shame of uh, of losing. I mean, they steered them away from going down that direction, but they have to acknowledge that they did not play well in that game. I expect a more complete effort here, even in a hostile environment in Atlanta. Carson Wentz is good when he plays. His problem has been he's always seemingly to get seemingly getting hurt. But the the Eagles did not commit a turnover in Week One. And now they are 10-1 and one under Doug Peterson when they play a clean game. Now, why is that important, meaning they don't have a turnover? I'll tell you why it's important. Well, it's obviously important because you have more chance to win. But the NFL, that's the fourth best record in the NFL since 2016. But more importantly, 
The Falcons have forced only 57 turnovers since 2016. They are tied for the third fewest in the league. So you have a team that when they don't turn the ball over, they have a 10-1 record against a team that often fails to cause a turnover. Do you see the chink in the armor here? I think you I think you do. Yes? All right. Uh, do I have to spell it out for you? Now, secondly, no, I'm not going to talk about my man Philly Rob, who is such a Phillies sycophant. He's traveling to this game. Did you know that? You didn't know that. My man Philly Rob, who gives us these big food parties with cheese steaks and all these delicious foods. Philly Rob is going to be at the uh, at the game there. So anyway, the Falcons played like they were uninterested. They they went through the motions, all that stuff against the Vikings. We talked about that earlier, so we won't re- rehash too much of that. I do expect Atlanta to play better uh, this week if they have any kind of pride and they don't, they're not a bunch of quitters like the Miami Dolphins are tired of playing second fiddle. Uh, but that said, the Eagles are just more talented, and uh, this is a special Philadelphia Eagles team. I hate saying that because, uh, boy, oof. Uh, but I'm going to take the Eagles' high-scoring game. Al Michaels will like it. Uh, And in the end, Philadelphia Eagles 38, Falcons 31. Penny likes it as well. Going with the Eagles. Fly. Ah, Penny uh, suddenly picking my side because you're not an Eagles fan or a Falcons fan. Interesting. (laughs) A little woozy over there, Gascon. Everything good with you? Yes? Everything's good, man. I just, uh, it's it's hard work working with you. I got to do a lot of the handiwork. I got to do a lot of production, the elements, the the writing, the prep, the... uh... The the writing. Well, yeah. I got to write up all the matchups for you with the broadcasters' names and what station it's on and... uh... Yeah. This Hold on a second. I, I got a, a musical instrument here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go get. I got the world's smallest violin. I'm gonna play that for you. Okay. Can I do that? Would you like me to do that? Yes. Uh, does Philip Rob really bring you guys dinner? Is that what he does? Uh, he not only brings us dinner, he brings us. A, it's like a three course meal with oh. Philly Rob. This guy is one of my. He's in my top five all time uh, listeners that just smother us with goodies. Damn it! He comes in there. Philly Rob's big fan of the show. He's a super fan of the show. He comes in. Last time he came in it was for the first game last week. It was uh, the Green Bay game with Chicago. Yeah. He came in. The the appetizer was a Philly pretzel. He had pretzels from Wawa's flown into Damn. L.A. <laughs> Right? I mean, this is a baller. This guy's a baller, Philly Rob. So he sent us the, you know, he brought the pretzels with him. He had them delivered by a friend of his that lives back in Philly. And so he had the the, the delicious Philly pretzel, which is just great. Man, I, that would have been, I would have been happy just with that alone. And then that was the appetizer. Then he brought us Philly cheesesteak sandwich. Uh. He had a bag of t- potato chips as the side on that. Uh, just, just absolutely great. And then for dessert, he brought in uh, these tasty cake pies. Because Roberto bitched about the tasty cakes, and I, I don't mind. I like the tasty cakes, but he brought in the tasty cake pie. Damn it! I had the lemon. I went with the lemon, and he also brought pineapple juice because I made a joke on the air. It wasn't even a joke. It was uh, I think it was Devin Hester. Uh, Devin Hester said that pineapple juice made him faster. So Philly Rob wanted us to be faster. So you know, did you eat the, eat the pretzel with any kind of hot mustard sauce? Uh yeah I did he did bring some mustard in it was good I mean I I didn't like mustard when I was a kid but now yeah. as an adult I love the mustard man I we don't have that's one thing LA is lacking good pretzels that's true right I mean we got we should open a Philly style pretzel shop we'll make a killing in Los Angeles right yeah but you have him coming out here with that that's first class service man you can't yeah. uh, you can't even pray for something like that that's good yeah, job. that was that was wonderful by Philly Rubs. So I hope he enjoys man. that game on Sunday all right we got la- one more game all right one all more right. game. Monday night football. Cleveland 0-1. The Jets also 0-1. It's on ESPN. Joe Tessitore and Booger. Booger McFarland. Uh, old uh, sports radio guy. Old NFL player. On the call. The Browns 
This is crazy. Check this line out. Browns opened a two-and-a-half-point favorite. They're like, okay, fine. The Browns are favored by two-and-a-half on the road. It's a lot considering how they played and all that. But but fine. Uh, so be it, right? Browns uh, favored by two-and-a-half. Well, then we had a quarterback change for the Jets, and the Browns skyrocketed all the way up, 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 and away to a six-and-a-half-point favorite. The uh, the spread I have here. Let me let me check to see if I can get the the most updated uh, point spread in this particular matchup. But I believe the line is still six and a half. Uh, let's see what we have here. La la di da. Uh, the Monday night game. Yeah, still six and a half. So uh, the public's all over the Cleveland Browns. I was gonna take the Browns originally, but I this line is too inflated. I'm gonna take the Jets. Even with the backup quarterback. Now, now Cleveland played like a bunch of just, I can't say, I guess I could say the word. I don't know, I'll clean it up. Uh, Mama Luke's, that's my favorite oh, default. Oh, come on. They play like a bunch of a-holes, all right? They play assholes, <laughs> schmucks, play like shit, all right? Play like dog shit in the opener against the, the Titans late in the game. Actually, the score was a little misleading. We mentioned that. The game was close. It was like a two-point game midway through the third quarter, and then uh, Baker Mayfield just decided that he wanted to uh, shit all over the field there in Cleveland and because uh, they are the Browns anyway. It was, a, it was a carnival of stupidity. 18 penalties for 182 yards plus three interceptions by Baker Mayfield who played like vomit. I mean, the, the Browns just got beat by 30 at home in a game where they were five-and-a-half-point favorites. That's hard to do. All right, that's that's like dolphin-like uh, to do that. Now, on the flip side, while I, I did pick the Bills to beat the Jets, I am baffled that they actually did. Buffalo scoring the final 17. We talked about that earlier. Uh, and, and Sam Darnold, who's not playing in this game, Sam Darnold had a passer rating of 65.9 in the fourth quarter collapse. And now he he's out with, with mono. He's been put into quarantine. Now, I... Let me ask you a question, Gaskin. And you would know this because you've spent a lot of time in the doctor's office. But when I I was in school, okay, back in the day, and they were teaching me about the birds and the bees and a little bit about that stuff, and they had different illnesses that you could pick up. uh, I believe, and maybe I'm making this up, but I swear in one of those, like, junior high health classes, they talked about... Uh, mono is being, they called it like the kissing disease. They were trying to warn you not to you know, make out with too many people because you could get mono. That's true. Am I wrong? No, that's true. Yeah. All right. Never on the so, head. You never, kiss- you, you never had that problem, right? Well, no, no one wanted to kiss me, so I didn't have to worry about that. <laughs> that's one thing I did not have to worry about is getting mono. Uh, I'd like to thank the women back in high school because they made sure that I did not get anywhere near any of that stuff, okay? But we, we don't hear about this in college football, so it happens in the National Football League, but when was the last time we ever heard about this in the NCAA ranks? Well, who's the last NFL player that had mono? I don't remember. I don't recall this... I. Has this happened? I don't recall a starting quarterback missing multiple games because of mono. No. I mean, I, don't. I, I remember that happening in the National Hockey League, but that's a sport you don't cover and you don't really care about. So, Well, it's uh, when the Kings are good, I pay attention. The, when I was doing stuff in Boston, the Bulls were good, I would pay attention. But <laughs> that's about it. Yeah, I'm, I'll, I'll go out to some Kings games. You want to go out? We can hang out at a Kings game if you want. We can do that. You actually will go to a game? 
Ah, oh, yeah, I'll be sitting in the press box, oh, but I'll go yeah, out there, yeah. Yeah, we can do that. That's how I roll, man. You know, the Kings are good people. They take care of me over there. The Kings, they're good guys. They roll out the red carpet. That's true. First class operation, the Los Angeles Kings. All right, anyway, uh, so I was yapping about Sam Darnold. He, he was, you know, he's out with Mono. I mentioned he was terrible in the fourth quarter. So Paxton Lynch drops in as the starter. Your old quarterback, your Denver Broncos. Uh, guess guy. Trevor uh, Simeon. What's that? Trevor Simeon. Oh, did I say Paxton Lynch? Oh, it's a bad job on me. I, I had my Bronco backup quarterbacks mixed up. <laughs> it's like it's like in your holster. You're just waiting to take a shot at the Denver Broncos. <laughs> well, I mean, they're all they're all bad. Actually, Trevor Simeon's a better option than I bought. How did I have Paxton Lynch? Wow. Uh, what the hell is going on? We better end this soon. Uh, but yeah, Trevor Simeon dropping in as the star. Now, I, I don't believe much that there's much difference between Trevor Simeon. There is a big difference between Paxton Lynch and Sam Donald, but not Trevor Simeon. Certainly not four points. Uh, they, they will have to ring the bell. Le'Veon Bell, he had an MRI. Looks like he's good to go here with that shoulder injury. Uh, and, and really the key here for the Jets is you got to run the ball efficiently, take time off the clock, obviously shorten the game, and continue to play. hope the Browns continue to play with this undisciplined style of football. I expect a much crisper performance from Cleveland this week, but there's no way that I am ready to lay the six-and-a-half-point spread with Cleveland, even with Trevor Simeon on the other side. So I am going to take... The Cleveland Browns to win, but the Jets to cover the spread, but only by a half point. Browns 26, Jets 20. Win it with the hook. The Penny's also going with the Jets. All right, and uh, that is it. I think there's no more games to us for us to handicap, Gascon, so that's it. So I will just, in closing, I will say arrivederci, and I will ask you to please give us some feedback here. We give out the email address in the middle, but if you've listened all the way to the end, boy, you deserve some kind of special award. Uh, but the real fifth hour at gmail.com. Now, I'm warning you, Gascon has access to that email, too. Um, so if you want to just send it to me, it's Ben Maller uh, show at gmail.com. Uh, I just want to, you know, some people send some stuff and they don't want guests gone to see it. Uh, so you can send it to me, but, but it's real fifth hour at gmail.com and all our social media channels and all that. And again, thank you for supporting this podcast and tell your friends about it and tell your enemies and all that stuff. We'll try to increase the numbers every week up, up, up and away. Have a great rest of your weekend. Don't forget to catch me on the radio on Fox on a Sunday night into Monday, 2 a.m. in the East, 11 p.m. in the West. Any final thoughts, Gascon? No, just keep sure, uh, make sure to keep rating us. Make sure to put some comments on there as well. And then, of course, send out uh, some emails to you regarding the uh, the podcast. Always like to make it interactive. Yeah, keep those emails coming. We need, we need five, six, seven emails a week uh, we will use in our grab bag. Have a great weekend. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 
This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.